You've worked hard for what you have, your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply. Members of the National Association of Realtors. That's who we are. And now, now, it's the Mike Kelter Show. Calvin Show. It's 1025 The Bone. American Financing, if you've been looking to get a loan for your home, especially if you are bogged down with credit cards and high interest rates and high debt, you can use your mortgage to eliminate that, consolidate it, pay it down, don't waste your hard earned money on high credit rates. Consolidate the debt with help from American Financing. You could save up to $1,000 a month. The average person is saving $695 a month. And you can do this no matter what your credit score is. And the reason why you want to call American Financing, a couple of great reasons. One, they're a family-owned company, been in business for 20 years. Uh, they're people, they're consultants that work with you are salary-based. So they don't make a commission by trying to upsell you on anything or get you to pay a higher amount. Uh, then they also know that the people that are calling them are working. So they're available evening and weekends to meet your schedule. And then what they'll do is you'll spend 10 minutes on the phone with them, find out if they're good for you. If they are, then they create a custom loan designed around your needs, helping you to achieve your goals faster. They are Florida's home for home loans. All you need to do is give them a call today, 813-906-2060. That's 813-906-2060 or find them online at AmericanFinancing.net. Tell them you heard me talking about it. Give them 10 minutes of your time and uh, eliminate that high credit card debt, those high interest rates, and save yourself some money. It's American Financing, NMLS 182334, NMLS No, right here, right in front of me. Be close to me. Sit over here on the couch. Jamie Kennedy is here. I like the consistency of your homeless look <laughs> over the years has uh, never changed. I, I like to put those put those uh, headphones on there. Give me give me a coffee. I'll hold it for a second for you. There you go. How are you, buddy? Bro, that's so funny, dude. Uh, I'm good. You it's know what really... I always say? I, I was thinking about this morning. I was brushing my teeth. The first time you came in the studio, you had your big beard and your hoodie and your coffee, yeah. and I was like, oh, this guy's going to be a dick. <laughs> and then within five minutes of talking to you, I was like, I love this guy. Oh, I love you back. You, you had that. You just had that face, like you didn't want to be here. And I and I feel pain because I'm like, there's a movie star and a TV star, and he's got to come in and do this stupid show to promote his gig. He's not happy about. it. And then once you started talking, I was like, this guy's great. Whoa. This guy's great. We immediately became best friends. I love you, dude. We have a good, it, it was early, and then uh, we had that heckler on that day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the good thing is, is that I uh, feel like we stay in touch because I watch all of your video clips on Instagram. You are uh, you are constantly posting. And I think that is that is great. People want to people want to see people. They want to know what's going on. They want to watch your interviews. They want to watch your commentary, and they're able to do that. And you don't lose touch with somebody that way. Yeah, you got it. I mean, you have to like post like every hour. Yeah, like, nuts. You Isn't gotta, that weird? Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, I mean, it's a science though. And if you figure out the science, like I can't figure it out. I can't get a thousand likes unless I put a picture of Carmen in a bathing suit or my uh, a picture of <laughs> you, me and my daughter. That is, you, you did have. You did have Carmen yeah. up the other night, yeah. and I was like, yo, it was something, and then it was Carmen. Carmen is back at the studio. She yeah. can hear you. So I put Hi. up an unflattering picture of Carmen, like one of these. 
uh, like this one. Yeah. And she gets mad. So every once in a while, I have to remind people that she's really good looking and put normal pictures up. And then the likes go crazy. It crazy. Was, yeah, you had a lot of likes yeah. on the other night. Yeah. So. How have you been? You know, trying to survive in this insanity. Listen, one thing we learned in this past couple of months is that everybody who had fame and success could disappear for a while and come back like that fat guy from Encino Man. What is his name? The Brandon. One, Brandon Franklin. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 He's getting a lot of love. It's- He's getting a lot of love. Yes. Because, do you know why, though? I was trying to figure this out. Why, why is everybody loving him so much and loving his big comeback story? Because I didn't know that he was uh, sexually assaulted by another man. I heard something like that. I he, don't know the whole details. He was assaulted by another man that was high up in the business. The guy grabbed his junk. He claimed that he was just kidding, but evidently it mind effed Brendan Fraser, and he got fat. And, and all this other stuff happened, and he disappeared for a while. And then now he's making a strong comeback, and everybody loves a comeback. People are loving the movie. Yeah, I know. That's, I saw them give him a standing ovation. Yeah, so, but I heard that. I didn't know what happened. That's, yeah, that's. You were you never molested as a child? Dude, I've never. That's why I, I used to do that as a joke, for real. Like, I was. Molest people? <laughs> no, no, I was an altar boy, uh-huh. but I wasn't even touched. Oh, you, you, were, you but, were mad? No, it made me feel like I wasn't cute. Uh, right. <laughs> so I had to join the Boy Scouts. Uh, I was a Boy Scout and an altar boy. Nothing. 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 I know, me neither. So I was like. But, and also in Hollywood, like, I've. You know, I felt vibes. You started young. I felt vibes, but it never happened. Did you see it happen to other people? Uh, did I see it? Not, no. not see the whole thing, but did you know, oh, that's creepy Ben. He likes to take the young oh, kids. Oh, no, no, this is what I would say, though. I, when when Me Too happened, yeah. I think what's five things that my mother told me when I moved to Hollywood when I was 18 years old? Uh-huh. She's like, go to Universal, <laughs> Hollywood sign. Observatory, Pink's Hot Dogs, right? Uh, watch out for the casting couch. Uh, like, dude, that's just you that could be an island. Some lady could be like, Pink's Hot Dogs, the casting couch. You know, like it's just a known fact. Yeah, yeah that yeah. and that so happens in L.A. Well, yeah. So yeah. it was like, did I see it? No, but did you hear it? Yeah, you heard. Yeah, and I want to do an expose about not just the dudes that are creepy, but also the chicks that will. Open up yes. their mouth yes. to cut in line. Oh, I, 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 Sam Tripoli had a great a point about this the other day. I was on his pod, and he's like, "There, people are trying to cut the line, right?" And it's a it's a whole complicit system. But it's like if consenting adults, then you, it's nothing. But I that used to bug me in radio because so I started as an intern and worked my way up, right? Yeah, and then some uh, Hooters broad who used to serve like a program director, all of a sudden she's the midday girl because he's trying to bang her. And I'm like, well, this is, I, I can't, you know what I mean? I, yeah. It just passed me right by because I, I, I don't have big boobs. Why well, didn't then? Even though I have it now, but, <laughs> yeah, you got uh, yeah, it's it, it, that's very disturbing. Also, and I'll run this by you, I was, what I say was molested by a girl mm. when I was younger, and these guys all disagree with me. How old were you? I was... My, I, I, Wait, we jumped right in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Jesus. Uh, my parents were still married, so I had to be under five. Oh, okay? God. Oh, and how old was she? Bro, this 32. is... 32. No. no. How old she was, was she? She was like nine. Okay, this is going to be it. Okay. She... We, our parents... Her parents were having a party. We, we lived in a four-family uh, house, and our we both lived on the first floor. And her um, 
her house was having a uh, adult get together, and we went over there. And my mother said, "Go uh, watch TV in the bedroom with that girl." And while they were out there drinking and doing whatever they did in the seventies, and uh, that girl key parties, yeah, yeah, that girl made me do stuff to her with my hand because she promised me if I did, we'd play the Happy Days board game, and because I loved Fonzie. And then when it was over, uh, she did not have the Happy Days board game, so I was molested and disappointed. And when I told this story, a big coming out story to my listeners and telling them reveal that I was molested, these idiots and my wife, who's a therapist, said I was not molested. And then my my son of a bitch audience all sent me Happy Days board games that they bought on eBay. So nobody gives me any sympathy whatsoever. Bro. Whatsoever. <laughs> Bro, you're telling me the story yeah. of looking at Carmen eating <laughs> a, a, a corn dog. Yep, yep. I'm thinking of the Fonz. Yep. There's a lot going on. By the way, we had, Fon- we had Henry Winkle on. Did they girl. try to pass it off as a game of doctor? N- no, she was like. That doesn't She started good. off with a you show me yours, I'll show you mine. Wow. And then she went for mine. And I was like, this isn't too bad. And then when I went for hers, I was like, this is weird. Yeah. And uh, I remember it very, very clearly. And I don't know that it had any real effect on me, but I certainly expected more love. Also, he says he was five, she was nine, which keeps on getting further away. I think it was more like five and seven. No, no. It was just kids doing kid stuff. It's not like a 30-year-old that was grabbing him as a five-year-old. Right. Uh, It wasn't wasn't an adult. So who did you, you you know, like uh, comics, when they come up, they have like a coming up class. Who did you start out with? Acting wise, a comic wise? No, like like when you moved to Hollywood at eighteen, oh. like who's your like who became your click? Um, I was always saying like I would see you would see different people on the audition circuit. Yeah, like, who were like, you up people against? Like, well, I see Matt Lillard, but he was ahead of me. Uh-huh. Seth Green, he was ahead of me. Breckenmeyer was a little ahead of me. Ryan Reynolds. Oh. Um, now, did you end up be, being like uh, friends with Breckenmeyer and those sort of guys, or no? You not, well, not really, but like people hang. But I, I would, I did a couple a movie with Seth, so then we would hang a little bit, you know, on set and stuff like that. You get to know people. Right. But when you're coming up, you're always. If there are other actors that you know, you're all kind of going against each other, and you're all kind of trying to get the job. Yeah, yeah. So, so it's you don't hard. Want to be buddies. Well, it's like also it's like if eight guys are they're like their own little fiefdoms. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. it's like you have your own little crew to help prop you up. Yeah. You know but then when you get successful, then you all start hanging out. Who, I, I know more people now. What was your first uh, big movie? My first big movie, like was, first movie that people that we've heard of, uh, Romeo and Juliet. Oh, for that sure. was the first one. That was. Oh, so first. let me ask you. That's a good thing you bring that up because uh, uh, I liked the idea of that Romeo and Juliet, and I watched that Elvis movie that the same guy, right? That's Baz Luhrmann. Baz Luhrmann. Yeah, so I I watched the Elvis movie, and I was like, this is garbage, and I turned it off. Then I watched it it. three. Well, I watched it three more times. I bet it's awesome. It is awesome. Yeah. It's it, what I wanted though is to have a f- true Elvis. Just biography of everything, and what they did was they created this this thing that was about him and the colonel, and the, and they made it and it looked like Baz Luhrmann, and they, and then they had rap songs in there, so it was definitely his movie. It had his signature all over it. Mm. But in the beginning, I was mad because I was I wasn't expecting that. But now that I've watched it like five times, it really is a good movie. Oh, I bet it's yeah. I bet it. I have to say, I bet it's incredible. It's, it's, it's he's going to make it glorious. He's going to make it spectacular. Yes, and that's what it is. And in the beginning, you're like, I don't. I want. Sometimes I want to see 
the reality and as much as you can. But that kid also, the kid who, he didn't look like Elvis, but after you watch the movie twice, you're like, he is Elvis. He he, he did it so well. I felt like that because I looked at him and I thought, he does, but he doesn't. But yeah. then I felt he did have his vibe. Yeah, he really did nail it, and it's it's a good movie. And I, I wanted to say that because it did I did crap on it when it first came out. Okay. Uh, okay, so Dromeo and Juliet, that's huge. That's DiCaprio. That's yeah. a big deal. Everybody was talking about that movie. Yeah. Now, because you were in that, does that immediately help you get... More movies, or were you still fighting Matthew Lillard for Scooby-Doo roles? It was all crazy. So I had, I had gone, I had gotten a couple commercials, and then from that I got some auditions. And one of my first breaks was on Ellen, and I did, I played literally the wacky neighbor. Right. And I did one episode, and, you know, Ellen was good to me, man. I was going to say, was she good to you? She was, whatever people say people like turning on her. I got no beef with Ellen. Ellen I, to this day helped me. She's helped me multiple times. Really? She like was, what? Like what how Okay, you go you go on a set and I got two lines and like I had to dance and stuff. I was about to say something. But this yeah, is, yeah, I got I got to watch my language, right? And um and she was like he's funny. Have him dance more. Have him say more. So, like my first day, I was like, "Thank you. You're that's so nice." And she's like, "Hey, if everyone else is funnier, then the show's funnier. Right. She really is about a great funny That's the product. Way to do it, yeah. yeah, she is a very because she's hilarious. So she is wants a hilarious product. And That's she's a confident. secure host. Yeah, she's super yeah. secure. And so then I did a couple episodes from that, and then from that people would see it. Audition. I got Romeo and Juliet after a, a wild process, and then I had gone and auditioned for Scream multiple times, and then I had gotten Scream, lost Scream, got Scream, lost Scream, and then Jason. They love Jason Lee. They're like, we really want Jason Lee, and he was in a movie called Mall Rats. Yeah, and they're like, we want Jason Lee, and they're like, this guy's got no credits. And <laughs> are it, they saying this to you? No, they're saying it to my agent. My uh, agent's like, we like him, Wes but likes you, Lee, but yeah. you got no credits. They yeah. want Jason, and so basically, if it wasn't for Wes Craven, God rest his soul, I wouldn't have it because he's like, no, this is the guy I want. I know he doesn't have credits, but this is a moment in time that I'm picking someone that I believe in. Oh, that's great. It was incredible. That is great. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, and I remember that whole Scream was a uh, a big deal when it came out because nobody expected those sort of movies to be as good as they were. And then the cast was great. Everybody in it was great. And then, uh, it's you know. Dude, it's, I don't know if, if it hits your radar or not, uh -huh. but it's bigger than ever. Now it's nuts. It, it's, I, they're on HBO. All but, three bro, of them. People, there's there's a whole subsect of people. There's there's um, bimbo ghostface. Uh, so girls, <laughs> yeah, seen that, girls yeah. come to conventions dressed hot. Yep, bimbo ghostface. <laughs> there's rainbow ghostface. Uh -huh. There is all. I mean, there is. It's it's insane. There's there's wife ghostface. So like, there's all these sub cosplay is huge. Let me ask you this. Yes. And I'll tell you why I'm asking you. Go for it. On the set of the first one. Yes. Did, did you see the relationship between uh, Courtney Cox and David Arquette romantically happening? Yeah. I mean, it was, well, I'll see. What yeah. it's all right. oh, but, well, hopefully in a week we're not going to be melting, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, no, so I believe that she, well, I think she was Dating. She was dating another guy. No, she was. Uh, you, you know who that guy's name is? No, but I. He wasn't famous. Well, no, I, he I, was. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. You're gonna like it. She was dating a guy named Michael Keaton. Oh, oh. she was dating the OG Batman. Yeah, I yeah, think, you're but right. I think they were ending. Ending, right? Yeah, yeah. So I'm not sure. And they were together for a long time. 
And then I'll never forget, we did the read-through. We did it up in a place called Santa Rosa, wine country. It's like the greatest place, blah, blah, blah. And I had never been in a limo. Yeah. And so they're like, hey, uh, David and Courtney, uh, Jamie needs a ride. So he's going to go with the airport with you guys on the limo. And literally the whole limo ride is these. Like, you know how it is. Yeah. So, like, the limo ride is them on that part where – you're facing the driver, right, and right. I'm black behind the driver, so I'm looking at them, and they're just like, they couldn't have been more into each other. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, David's having like a nice little, you know, a little sip of something, and Courtney's just being so sweet with him, and they're being sweet together, but, and I'm literally third wheeling it, bro. Did they even realize I'm, you were there? Barely. Mm-hmm. But I mean, they were sweet. They loved, right. they were great people, but I could, yeah, there was the, the passion. So let me tell you why I'm asking This plays in. So after Scream comes out, it gets nominated for MTV Movie Awards. And, and I, wins. And I go out there to that's my first time I ever went to the MTV Movie Awards. Did you go to that by any chance? Yeah. It, it was the it was held at an airplane hangar, yeah. the party afterwards. Yeah. So I'm there and I see Courtney Cox shows up with another dude. Not a famous dude. Maybe he was an actor, I don't know, but I didn't recognize him. And she's there with him and David Arquette is there. And then uh later on I see the two of them there in an alley. Uh, like kind of hiding out, and they're doing the same thing you just said in each other's eyes, this close to each other, talking to each other. And that guy is wandering, wandering around looking for her. And I'm like, I'm not going to be the one to be like, she's over there with David Arquette. <laughs> so I saw it happening. And then, you know, when news came that they got together, I was like, I saw them when they were hooking up. You know, and that's why I asked you if it was like known on the set that they were that they were hooking up because I saw it happen at the award show. I, I mean, I didn't like see them like hook up yeah, yeah but they i could everyone could, could tell, tell that there was a beautiful affinity and i mean they ended up being married and yeah. had children together that's so crazy man that's it, so funny it was love super uh, love jamie kennedy is here with us jamie is going to be at side splitters this weekend yes uh 960-1197 or side com to get your tickets to go see him uh, you know him from uh movies and tv shows but a very funny comedian uh and he'll be out there if you haven't seen him he'd been always been a great guest on this show uh, great to stand up. Yeah, today he was the worst. Until he dropped the f bomb and got us all fired. I, 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 I'm sorry. So, uh, so okay. So, uh, when does Boiler Room come in? Well, I did a uh, couple of movies. I did Enemy of the State. Was Boiler Room a bomb? No, Boiler Room's a great because we movie. all find out about Boiler Room after it was it, like it's one of those movies where like when you see Jay Moore and you go, "I love Suicide Kings," and he goes, "Yeah, everybody loves it now," but nobody loved it when it was in the movie theater. <laughs> Dude, that was a movie I read for for like three times. Boiler Room? No, oh, Suicide, Suicide Kings. Kings. Johnny Galecki got yeah. it. Oh, really? Yeah, he was great. He was in good it. in it. Yeah, but um, Boiler Room was it, it was like this amazing good. Dope movie with this huge cast. With with is it's really loved. It, yeah. When it came out, I mean, I think it only made eighteen million. It made its money back, but it wasn't a big box office. But hit. I feel like it should have been because. But it was, people love it. They quote it. it. It's because it's real. Yeah. It, and I grew up in New York, and I grew up with those Guidos who became stockbrokers who were so dumb that they could just get past the series seven and become brokers. You know what it's based on, right? No. No. So you'll okay. You'll love this. So right. Boiler Room was the director. Ben Younger, who's like a writer, director, everything. He worked in a boiler room where he sold or worked for a guy that sold shady stocks right. in the 90s. The guy he worked for was a guy named Jordan, Jordan Belfort. Jordan, I wasn't sure. So yeah. it was the fictional version 
of Wolf, of of Wolf of Wall Street. Gotcha. Okay. So that when Wolf of Wall Street was happening, my agent was like, "Yo, he was in Boiler Room," and they're like, "We want a different cast." Uh. But so they had all different people. But so that was all crazy. But that probably might have been the funnest, or if not one of the top three funnest sets of all time. I mean, all those guys. We just ran New York. Yeah. We yeah. had the best time. Like what we were doing, we weren't acting. Put it like that. Right. Like like I'm telling you when I that scene when you're in the restaurant and the uh, guys are giving them a hard time about your suits and stuff and they take them outside. That's that's the guys I grew up with. That's my yeah. I that was that was that nailed a real like that looks like movie stuff to movie people, but that was a that's really how it goes down. Yeah, a lot of tempers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and a lot of like late night meatballs. We <laughs> had we had the downtown Soho Grand. The whole hotel was us. Oh, really? And it was just it was awesome. This was like, dude, I was just talking to BT about it. Like, dude, no cell phones. Oh, that's right. God no, rest, God rest his soul. Charlie Murphy said, "We live in the era of the snitch." Yep. And it was pre-snitch. Yep. And they didn't, people don't even know they're snitching. They're just recording everything because they want to document it. Right, right. You can eat your burrito. Yeah. You don't have to document it. <laughs> but it's like you might be in the background with some chick eating a burrito and you're like, you know, yeah, with your side chick. Caught, yeah. You know what I mean? I do. <laughs> <laughs> now, you're not, uh, you're not a married guy, are you? I'm not married. Have no. you been married? No. 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 Smart move. How do you escape all these years? If you touch that microphone again, I'm gonna punch you in the eye. Yeah, I'm sorry. Um, I I don't think I've ever threatened a guest before. No, I I deserve it. Is it annoying you? I'm sorry. Right. Um, it's it's I don't know. It's hard. I think once you're committed, you got to do it. So yeah, it's hard to go all the way. But... Yeah, and then also you you can't half-ass it because of snitches. Yeah. Well, yeah. now you got to be. It's just different now, bro. Snitches get money now. To snitch you out. Well, dude, that whole Adam Levine thing, I went off on that. Yeah. I mean, come on. Give me a break. Who didn't think that Adam Levine was going to be... T I mean, that's a hard that's a hard position to be married in. Bro, he's a rock star. Yeah. He's married to a model rock star. This chick is with him for a year on the side. Mm -hmm. But here's the whole thing. What's your complaint? You're just like going to... She came out against him, but what was the upside? Do you ha Did you get a deal with like... Gatorade? <laughs> Are you getting a movie contract? Right. Like she just we're, she may now get a, a couple of OnlyFans clicks. That's the only but, thing you get out of it. Yeah. Like to take down a guy's life. Like yeah, he shouldn't cheat. But, but who she's knows? probably she's upset. But she knows that she was doing. She was part right, of the issue. Of, but he but he also could have been blowing lies to her. Like I'm gonna leave her. And yeah. This, and then she got frustrated and said, I know. Like I I get it. Between like selective memory, mm -hmm. everyone recording everything, anything you ever type is on a server somewhere. It's just a new world. Uh, selective memory is very few people bring that up. That is my number one. I have a great memory. Mm -hmm. And when people have selective memories, that bothers me more than anything. I'd almost rather you say something incorrect about me on purpose than to just conveniently forget the, the truth. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, it's it, that, that bugs me. If you have somebody, you can't blame me for all your problems if you don't include all the things you did. In, yeah. your, in your selective memory. That's interesting. Yeah. Uh, okay, so now uh, what are you doing? I, now, what are you doing movie-wise? And oh, I, oh, Real quick, do you okay. get, is this a, a good residual time with all the screen movies, Halloween? It, it's so, it is, dude. It's weird. Like, Every, how good? Because some people complain that it's pennies and some people... Uh, it's my best, like, always the fall. Yeah. I do. I get bunch the, of, be bunch the of best checks. checks of my year. Uh, and now, could you live off of that? 
Yeah. Yeah, right? Definitely. That's a great one. What a good game yeah. you guys have. It's incredible. Scream has reinvigorated so much because I don't know if you follow the convention world. Yeah. Oh. So I'm a Comic-Con guy. Yeah. So, yeah. dude. and all the things. I go to like two a month. Oh, to do signings and stuff. And me, me and Skeet and Matt and Nev, but she's been busy. Yeah. And it's like we go as a quartet, and it's incredible. And now the new Scream's coming out in March, so it's just the fans, honestly, I'm not saying this because, like, they are they are generally beautiful people. Yeah. And they, it's incredible. Like, So, so, so you don't, I like going to Comic-Cons. I like... I like going there mostly to shop and look around and stuff. But every once in a while, there'll be one celebrity, one person from Back to the Future isn't going to bring me over there. But you get four cast members over there, that's a good picture to have. Yeah. Yeah, so the, if you guys team up and do it like that. Plus, how how handsome is Skeet still? Gorgeous. Right, it's unbelievable. <laughs> yes. It's unbelievable. And he's ripped. Yeah, oh, really? Yeah, he's good. Not even letting it go. No, he's in great shape. Beautiful man. Now, and you get uh, girls from this Comic-Con? I'm with a girl right now. You're not right now. She, she's, not, <laughs> she's not listening to the show. She will. We, Bro, she will. No She'll problem. find out the feed. Yeah, it's a very, very lowly rated show. Let's but say hypothetically. There are, well, there are, there's, I, I don't know what I could say. There's a whole thing of subsect of women that call themselves gore whores. Oh, yeah. And those are girls that like... Have a they co- there's cosplayers and then there's girls that put a little blood yeah and then there's there's, there's yeah and then there's lo- there's mothers that like I'm a single mom and then look at like you know some, somebody and they're like oh can you help me with my yeah. you know child? there's yeah. a lot there's also there's also a lot of people that you know probably with white fans <laughs> you know what I'm saying yes true or false go for it you have ever you've made sweet love to a gore whore. <laughs> <laughs> at the actual, yeah. at the actual convention, inside the convention where, somewhere. Where, I don't know. Wearing, little, wearing a, wearing, uh, wearing a scream <laughs> outfit. Uh, I'm, 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 listen, I know what the term is. Uh-huh. I've been going to these conventions for ten years. Yes. it's it's been an interesting time. Have you? It's well, 2022, okay. bro. That's like whatever I say. Who knows what they'll pull that? Nobody up. cares. It's a, nobody is uh, listening. Uh, <laughs> I asked uh, John Bon Jovi this question one, one time, and he gave me the best answer. Well, I'm going to ask you the same question. I like to hear this. I asked John. I said, John, in all the countries you've been to and all the touring you've done over the years, have you ever had a mother-daughter threesome? And his answer was the best ever. He said, maybe once or twice. <laughs> and I asked you, Jamie Kennedy, what is the weirdest threesome you've ever had? Uh, I know you've had threesomes. Uh, you know, they're not to be they're not to be gore whores. Uh, I, it, 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 it's there was almost. I'm actually a, a good dude when I'm dating somebody. When I'm really into right, them, right, you're being a good. But, so there was a. I've I've have I done stuff like that? <laughs> yes. yes. Have I been with a mother and daughter? No, but possibly. A mother and a, a daughter, and then maybe the mother later on. Oh, okay. You know right. what I'm Not saying? Like a, like a rain check? Yeah, I got yeah, you. All right, yeah. all right. Mom now, daughter later. Yeah. I got you. Um, That's interesting. But also, there was something a few years ago that almost happened, but I was, you know, with my girl, but I felt, and I was told that it wanted, it was wanted to happen, and it was sisters. Oh. Mm. And they were both pretty amazingly 
beautiful and very randy and i don't mean that in a pun like they're like right. you know love your movies knew the weird quotes from movies that they shouldn't know the quotes from right. one would say it the other one would finish and my buddy's like yo dude they love you yeah and then i'm like okay no he's like no dude they love they you can, you can make and, this happen and i was like he was like yo it's a bucket list moment yeah and i was like really but i'm like what does one do and he goes what do you care <laughs> and, but so i thought because they were real sisters yeah so I didn't do it, but... It was there. But yeah, but I was wondering how that would work if I, you're both sisters. So I can tell you, I did that one time. Okay. <laughs> but it's not... It's not. So it was kind of like up in the air, like which sister it would be. And then um, one sister fell asleep. So the other sister it started happening with. And then the other sister woke up at the other end of the bed. And started doing things, and I'm like, in my head, I'm like, this is really happening. Yeah. Sisters. But then the one sister saw the other sister and got mad at the other sister, and then they started fighting. I was like, oh, that's usually how people say these things go. But it wasn't taking they, out. They didn't start out as, let's do this together. There was One was just a little more risque than the other one. Yes, but yeah. it wasn't one wasn't taking the top half of the body, and the other hand was taking the other path at the simultaneous. Yes, that wasn't happening. That was happening. Oh, okay. But the one at the top didn't know that the one at the bottom was in action. Oh, you what I'm saying? Oh. And when the one at the top realized the one at the bottom was involved, then this one was like, well, then I'm out. And I was like, all right, I'll switch to that one. She seems more into it. <laughs> it I, one of the coolest threesomes ever. Oh, I touched it. No. <laughs> one of the coolest threesome stories I've ever heard was from a girl that I used to hang out with. Mm -hmm. And she was really open-minded. She's a hot rocker chick. And she was like, you know, I tried it. It doesn't even work out. I'm like, it didn't work out for you? Right. And she was basically married to, like, a dude who was, like, a like a like kind of an unknown rocker. And he's like, hey, babe, let's do it. And then she did it with the with her friend. She goes to take a shower. He come, She comes out, and he's like, Dude, hey, babe. Uh, and he's like, and she's like, oh, you guys still going? He's like, yeah, babe, don't worry, babe. I love you. Uh, she literally, like, took an ambient to, like, sleep, woke up at, like, 9 a.m., and he's like, hey, babe. <laughs> <laughs> he's, like, making coffee, still humping the right, chick. Right. And she's like. Felt like, yo. Uh, at what point is it over? I, I, it, it, and then she was like, eventually I could just see that he started relationships with the other girls. And she's like, it's no bueno. No, this is an open-minded, cool girl. Right. So if it didn't not... happen for her, it's not going to happen. It has to happen with like two strangers. Yeah. yeah. You, One... can't, you can't, especially with your, if you have somebody that you like. Uh, yeah. Like my wife will never, I mean, never do it. She's, she doesn't, she's not into girls, so she'd be doing it just for me. And that's no fun. Unless it was the devil's threesome. What? That's the. Yeah, you're not going to do that. No, I'm not. That's the devil's threesome. Now, I'm not saying I haven't in my single <laughs> years. Uh, I, I'm also not even going to lie and say that I wasn't hit with friendly fire one time. <laughs> okay, Wait, my, you, my wrist, you're actually talking about venom? Yes, my wrist still feels like lava's on it when I think about it. Yes. Wow! And thank God it was my best friend in the world, so that that but you uh, weren't hit with speed. Bags. No, 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 okay. no. Just it was a little. I got a little lava on the uh, you forearm. You did a lot of sharing today. Uh, yeah, I'm a talker. I just, I have, sometimes I say things and I look at the clock and realize my kids are going to school right now. They're probably listening. Wait, friendly fire. Are you at top or the bottom? I was a, I was a uh, behind. Okay. And then all of a sudden. That's a. Someone, so was so like, it was oh. you and Peter North? No, it's funny though. It's my buddy's a, name yeah, is Pete. And I, I was like, mm, how do you know Pete? <laughs> pretty good trajectory. Yeah. I, you know what? I think he had a little backup. You know, yeah. sometimes when the when the pipes get full, yeah, and you first open that tap, 
Zinc. Zinc. Yeah. That's so funny because that's what Peter North told me. Yeah. Peter North told me zinc and water is what does that. Zinc, water, yeah. cinnamon. Cinnamon? Yeah, cinnamon. Oh, I didn't know that. Apparently it helps with the Yeah, the distance. trajectory. That's so funny. Uh, Jamie Kennedy is here. He's going to be at Side Splitters this weekend. Uh, he's also promoting an event there that's going to be called Crack Up Cancer at Side Splitters. When is that? That's tonight. Oh, Tampa Theater. Tonight. Tonight? Yeah, we're going to do that tonight. And then Side Splitters. Oh, maybe I'm going to go to that. Yeah. What time is that? 8 o'clock? Who else is out there? Uh, so, like, a bunch of comedians and Jamie yeah. headlining. Oh, oh. Tampa tonight, Side Splitters tomorrow, Side Splitters Saturday. So, okay, so Tampa Theater tonight, mm-hmm. Crack Up Cancer, a benefit for, yes. a comedy benefit for cancer. Yes. And then uh, Side Splitters for the regular weekend dates. Yes. Okay, all right, and where do they get tickets for the Tampa Theater? At the Tampa Theater box office or? Yeah, so, all right, call the Tampa Theater, but for the rest of uh, Jamie's shows at Side Splitters, you can go to SideSplittersComedy.com, pick your seat right there online, or 960-1197. Maybe I will do that tonight, because tomorrow Come things out. get really busy for us. Yeah. This whole weekend shop, but tonight would be interesting. Yeah, why yeah. not? I, I don't know, but... I, I, there will be no friendly fire. Well, then forget it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not buying a ticket. <laughs> who Who is your best friend? Who do you hang out with? Like, who's the guy you're going to My best call? friend? Yeah, like, who do you talk to, like, every day? Uh, I talk to my lady more than anybody. Stop it. I'm talking about like a, a real... guy, my buddy John. Like when you want to complain about your lady, oh, who do you talk to? Oh, I talk to my buddy John. What does he do? He's a big stuntman. Stuntman? Yeah. He does like... Anything you saw me doing in a movie... He did it? Yeah, he did it. Oh, so it's like Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yeah. yeah. You guys, you I have fix my... Your uh, antenna? Well, Cliff Booth. Yeah. He's my Cliff Booth. <laughs> and he's also done like a lot of cool stuff and stuff that you would like... One of his big claims of fame was he... If you have oh, second or third pirates, where Johnny Depp is going through the field and he looks and he's walking like a chicken, it's a very weird walk. Right, he that's did my all? buddy. Ah. He does stuff like that where he'll do like something in a movie and you go, "That's and he'll he's done a few of these iconic things." You ever been hurt? Tons of times. Yeah. He was just in shooting a show in Chicago. He told me. I mean, I guess I can say this. Yeah. And there was this is how crazy it is. There was an they were shooting a scene where they're tracing cars and there was an actual shootout in Chicago. Yeah, yes. of course. Yeah. At like 2 a.m. and he's like, "Dude, everyone went down, they hid, and the shootout went through the set. They shut it down. They're shooting a cop show. Yeah. The next day they have like ex-military black ops." To, to, like, protect security? the set. Yeah. I, I mean, he's like, dude, it's never been like this. Chicago's crazy. Bro, it's crazy. But Philly yeah. is crazy. L.A. is crazy. Listen, I went to L.A. this year. I, I, I want to tell you something, but yeah. I want to hear your thing. Well, I, so so this is the absolute 100% truth. I okay? want your opinion. I get, out of the, I get out of the airport. I get in the airport. I get in a rental car. And they're, I, they, it's one of those where you just go pick whatever car you want. I'm like, can I take this convertible? And they go, yeah. So I go, great. I put the top President's down. Club. Yeah. So yep. I'm riding through, convertible Mustang. Having a, I'm like, L.A., this is it. This is where we go. Get off the, I get off the exit from the, from the uh, highway to get off the first street, and there is a, uh, a topless black lady just standing there, not asking for money, not doing I think she might have been changing, and I was like, Okay, welcome to L.A. Mm-hmm. Then I'm looking for a Starbucks, and I have the app looking for a drive through Starbucks. Mm-hmm. And it brings me around the corner, thing, and I, I see it, and I have to make a U-turn and go around. So when I go around, there is a jack-in-the-box, and there is a woman in the jack-in-the-box 
completely naked. She has just taken off her last layer of clothing, big 80s bush and the whole deal. Mm-hmm. And I go, this is two naked people in the first five minutes I've been in L.A. Mm-hmm. And then I see all of the... Then it gets sad. Then I see all the people living under the overpasses and, uh, and on the sides of people's houses. And then also... Every box truck and van and stuff you see parked is somebody living in there. Oh, dude, it's insane, bro. What? What were you doing? What were you doing? Visiting in a, a big comic? <laughs> no, I, yeah. I, so uh, Bert Kreischer you got. Bert. Okay. He had some something with Variety that I was hosting. Okay. Yeah, so I was there for a couple of days. I got to drive around and see a lot. Okay, so dude, it's so weird that you say that because of what I believe and what most of this room believes, and I think you believe, people are losing their minds. Yes. So. Okay, so you know where Birds is? You know where, like, do you know where that part of L.A. is where it's kind of New York-y by Franklin? Yes. Okay. Yes, it's... But I saw a chick a week ago, pretty hot, like, would, like, be like a six, 60s, early 70s, like, runaway. She was, like, 21. Right. Walking through morning traffic, barefoot, just looking at the sky. Yeah. No... Aware, and I'm not saying this is drugs, bro. This was something different. Yeah. And no awareness, did not care. And and pretty, and pretty. And not drugs, I know what you're saying. It there probably, is a, but it was started more. started with drugs and now There's, it's become a mental bro, thing. Bro, because you know 20% of these people who got the jab, it's an experiment. Yeah, Come on, yeah, let's yeah. be real. And, it, it, uh, dude, the nude thing is real. I saw two nude people, straight up, yeah. nude, yeah. walking, nude. Down the street, nude, and I'm like, this dude is nude, and he doesn't. He's not aware of it, <laughs> right? And right. they're just loopy. I'm saying one was dirty, yeah, and the, the other, other one's one was, not, yeah. And the violence is nuts in Hollywood, dude. I heard a machine gun the other night. Citizen is my new network, mm-hmm. and it was like, and then I go. Two hours later, a guy got shot. On Sunset and Las Palmas. Right. Now, is that normal? No. Is there violence there? Yeah, but Sunset is tense, and that's it. I was just telling him, like, there's three good restaurants open. The Rainbow Room's not even open that late now. No, yeah. And, it, and Toy, and that's it. it everything it, else is shut down. It is really weird. When I was there, everything was closed. It was... It was Bro, it's weird. Yeah. It bums me out. I know. It bu- I, I get sad. It's weird. Everybody was texting me, oh, you're in L.A., you got to go here, you got to go here. So I actually would check out some of them, like, close, close, not open. And I'm like, wow, this is, it's creepy. I don't know, I don't know that I could live there with a family. Like, I'd be too afraid for my kids. I always feel like I could take care of myself, but I feel when I you have You feel kids, it's that bad, huh? Yeah, and but not just there. But, like, I I like it here. I, here I have way less to worry about, and I have a lot of guns here. So I feel like mentally I'm I'm way better here but there it's just like even Bert's house Bert built this house where it's the house is in the back and there's a big fence in the front but I still don't feel safe there who can't get through a fence you know you know it's still my home and I love LA yeah you've been there a long time too you've been there through the good years so you're probably I could hold out like I'm that way with Miami I could live in Miami and I feel that it will turn a corner but and there are still the spots that I love yeah but it is ghosty wow and I do love what you have here, and I absolutely love your... I'm never leaving. I, I love driving behind this gate and going to Halloween games on point. Like, some of these neighbors, yeah. they got some really good Halloween. And I feel so safe in here. But, like, I want to walk to a 7-Eleven sometimes. That, uh, you know I what I mean? That. Yeah, like, I still I love New York. I do love the city. I still love New York. And uh, I was up there not too long ago, 
And I love just being able to get up and walk. I don't even have a plan. I just get up and walk. I'll figure mm-hmm. something out. I'll find a restaurant. I'll find a coffee shop. You can just get up and go. I do miss that. Mm-hmm. I, I do. But I like I like driving, so I like being out here. I don't mind having to take some time to get places. I don't know. This is a good life out here. So, and I'm never leaving the garage. No, it's beautiful. But the but I'm not crazy. The violence is more right, like everywhere oh, for sure. It's and 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 people are starting to step now in terms of like you know swingers. Yeah. Okay, that was like a staple. It almost went down. Everyone fought for it. Right. It's back. It's now late night. We are like we go there. That's like the one spot you can go to. There's like stuff happening around those streets, which is crazy. That part of L.A. It's encroaching on that area. Yeah, yeah. And, and people will kind of we'll walk out and they'll just kind of look at you and it's like, "What's up?" And they're like, "What's up, dude?" Like they people are getting a little squirrely, so mm. you kind of have to hold your own. That's why I have this beard. It's, you know, you got to out homeless to homeless. <laughs> <laughs> you got to let them know that yo, maybe you have your own. Tip. I have seen you look more homeless. <laughs> yeah. Than this, yeah. Oh, we always have uh, Cliff with you too, so you're okay there. What's his name? What's his <laughs> His name is John, John but he's my Cliff yeah. Booth. Yeah. I touched it again. Uh, that's all right. Uh, <laughs> listen, I uh, I love having you here. You're you're I'm I, once a year. As long as you come in here, we'll be happy. Dude, I love it. I would love. I, we I could talk to you for hours. You're one of those guys where when I when I oh, always says like people go when you come to L A call me and I go cool and I never will. You're hey, one of those guys that I should be like hey what you never do call. No, I hate to be a pain in the ass. Nobody wants to get that call and be like oh that guy's here now. But you're not I was like just that. Busy growing my beard out with Cliff, and with now we got to go to dinner with this guy. Do you ever go to the the, the store or yeah. The improv? Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you're out there and you see me on a marquee, oh, I would definitely, come. I would definitely do that. So, so last time I went out there, I I uh, went to dinner with two people. One was Steve O. Steve O. And I have yeah. a great relationship, but we always felt it was just going to be awkward if it was just he and I went out there. And we got like three unawkward meals now, so we're really good. And do you know Brian Scalero? Of course. So I wanted to go eat uh, Italian food, and I was like, oh, I got to call. I bet Brian Sclera will eat with me. Yeah. So we went out to eat. So I don't feel bad calling those guys. Where'd so you go? We went to uh, Dantana's. Yeah, if you're in so LA. You, so you're, you're, you're starting to branch out. I know. It's like two hours of somebody you barely know. But you got to know them, correct? Uh, yeah, I'm good. Like it's like Brian, I know for a couple of years. Steve, I know Steve yeah. and I have matching tattoos. Like we got a great relationship. Yeah, but it's just like like I don't like to leave this house most of the time. So when people are like, "Why don't you come do this?" I'll be like, "Yeah." And then when it comes time to do it, I'm like, "I'm not going." So I don't want people to be like, "Oh Jesus, is that it's that guy?" Like you know, you ever go on Opie and Anthony show when they were on? Yeah. Back okay, then. so Opie had uh, the guy who played Greg Brady, Barry Williams, on the yeah. show. And he said him and Barry Williams hit it off really good. And Barry Williams was like, hey, when you come to L.A., we'll hang out. And he goes, a couple months later, I was in L.A. So I called Barry up, and I said, hey, I'm in L.A. You want to, you know, let's hang out. And he goes, all right, come to my house. He goes, I went to his house, and his house was a mess. And he didn't have anything to offer. So he took out, like, some crackers and jelly. <laughs> and he's like, all right, it was the worst experience. And I thought, oh, I don't want that. I don't want some guy to be like, I don't know, give him crackers or something. I wasn't expecting him, you know? Yeah. So I always say chill. But I would love, next time I come out there, I will call you. I'll let you know we're going. Seriously. Yeah. We can go to the Rainbow Room. Yeah. I, and I, it's so funny because I do great go to the chi- Rainbow Room. Great chicken soup. Ral- Ralphie May said to me, he goes, what are you doing? And he goes, let's go to Katana. And I go, I'm, I got to go to the Rainbow Room tonight. I'm meeting some friends. And he goes, Rainbow Room? What is it, 1985? <laughs> it's like, still good. It's still good. And I had linguine with clams. It was great. It was, it was, <laughs> I didn't expect it to have great food, and it did. Wait, you know, it's kind of crazy. And I talked to the waitress about it. And she's like, I know. They still, they still have, like, tons of pictures of Ron Jeremy. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, yo, 
This is where Ron did some of his uh, biggest things. Yeah, yeah. And they're still all over it. What's funny is that everybody says that around Jeremy, and I went in there, and sure enough, he was there that night. We were there. Yeah. And he had just been on the show, so he, yeah. we recognized each other. And Yeah, I mean, I, listen, if you, I went in there with um, uh, uh, Marshall Burrell, is Milton Burrell's nephew, used to manage Van Halen, and Ron, he's a friend of mine. Wow. And his son hangs out there. His son's good friends with the owners. If he goes, let my son take So they took us in the vampire room upstairs and showed us told us all the stories so that was a great i enjoyed it that was a good time yeah yeah so all right next time me yeah. and you and ron jeremy and, <laughs> and uh cliff slash john we'll all, Ron's gonna make we'll it. go eat at the uh, rambo room and then see if any friendly fire comes out of it. we love it i love it go see jamie kennedy tonight tampa theater for a cancer uh, crack up cancer benefit with a bunch of other great comedians and then this weekend at side splitters uh friday and saturday eight o'clock Nine six zero eleven ninety seven. You've worked hard for what you have: your money, your assets, your four hundred one k, and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to three million dollars in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss, and if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S. based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply.